Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Doc Rivers, Aaron Hernandez. Calling. Our part. Up early this morning, I was thinking again about Paul's charge to live a life worthy of our calling. I was thinking of his charge to be humble and gentle, to be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of our love. What does that look like? I asked the Lord and continued studying for a while. Shortly after, I headed to the gym. On the elliptical trainer, I watched the overhead television as New England Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez was arrested in Massachusetts. I saw the video of the handsome 23-year-old being led from his home in handcuffs on the way to an arraignment for first-degree murder. Of course, reporters seeking statements from his teammates learned he had been different of late, had even been abrasive. Certainly, past news shows him to be drawn to trouble, going back quite a long way. It's sad. He was proud, thought he was above the law. Not too much humility hanging round. The opposing story was of the hiring of a new coach. The guy actually makes me think of where we are here in Ephesians chapter 4. With Paul describing worthy living first as humble. I hope this is the last time I am the center of attention, Doc Rivers said in his press conference today, after accepting the head coaching position for the Los Angeles Clippers basketball team. As I continued to listen to the highly respected NBA veteran, I noticed his comments did not contain I statements, but rather we statements. Humble, gentle of spirit, a man of team-making and team-building, all about unity. How different can two professional athletes be? Well, back to our passage. Friend, God has called you. What has been your response? Have you said yes to the Son of God? It all starts there. For without Jesus, there is no story. It is Jesus who delivers us from darkness. It is Jesus who redeems us. It is Jesus who forgives us of our sins. When we choose to apprehend what he did for us on the cross, God pours out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. And then we are filled with the Spirit. What an unbelievable supernatural transaction. It's the Holy Spirit who indwells us and grows the desire in us to obey God and His will for us. So, how do I know if I'm filled with the Spirit, you ask? Mostly by the contents of your heart, which will then overflow to your character and actions. Four things usually characterize the life of a person filled with the Holy Spirit. First, love for God and others and joy, a desire to serve others from the gifts God bestowed upon you when you came to know him, and a passion to share Christ with those who do not know him. Having a soft heart toward God and a strong desire to please him are indicators that the Spirit is alive and well in you. How are you doing? Paul told us to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Personally, I know that the Holy Spirit is with me and in me, but there are times I do not feel His presence. When that is the case, I think of whether or not I have done anything to grieve my God. Then I confess it and ask forgiveness. And then I ask God to fill me anew, to fill me afresh with His Holy Spirit. But whether or not I feel anything, His presence is promised. Now look again with me at Paul's charge. Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father who is over all and in all and living through all. Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 6. So today, two such strong examples I saw. One who seemed to be characterized by humility and gentleness. The other, just the opposite. May I ask, would others say you are gentle of spirit? Humble and willing to put others before yourself, or something far less. You can read this, look up the uh, scripture passages if you want to go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again the title is Doc Rivers, Aaron Hernandez, Calling, Our Part.